You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Brick here, and I am so grateful that you have taken a moment to tune into our Friday missions podcast. Um, I love our missions podcast, and it's a chance for us to be connected and engaged with really ministry partners and missionaries all around the world. And so this morning, I am so grateful to share a conversation with Raphael Peters. Uh, Raph is a great ministry partner to Carterville Baptist Church, um, and I'm just really grateful to be sharing a conversation with him. So Raph, thank you for being on the podcast and just taking time out of your day to to share with us on how the Lord's working through your life. It's always good to, to talk to you guys, and it's never an inconvenience or anything to talk. So I'm always wanting to talk. So grateful for this time, brother. Great. Well, Raph, um, I, I'm really going to turn it over to you just just immediately, really. And um, I, w- I would love if you could just, in a nutshell, share with with the pot, those that are listening to the podcast with, you know, we know that there may be people that have just jumped on that don't know about your ministry and kind of the unique calling that the Lord's placed on your life and your family's lives. So um, would you just give us a little, uh, kind of a, a little intro into, you know, how, how's the Lord working through your life and what's the story that he's brought you um, into? Yeah, so obviously, you know, we're church planners, so we plan on planning a church here in Houston, Texas in the third ward. And uh, we've been here for a year and God has just been really good in directing our path and leading us here. And I think that it's interesting to, to hear the story of how we, we got here. But I mean, God's sovereignty ultimately is the thing that that led us here. But having a heart for the hood, having a heart for our lower income areas, it's kind of been something that's been ingrained and wired into us. And so uh, it just seemed natural for us to be where we are. And the Lord just continues to, you know, just guide our steps. And so even during this pandemic, he's been guiding our steps as far as what we're to do in this season. And uh, it's just been good to see the Lord being faithful like he always is. And so that's a brief. Uh, So me and my wife, Tierra, and our three kids, Zoe, Aaliyah, and Khalil are here, and uh, we're co-planting with the Bivens family. And so Mm -hmm. we're excited about the work that's going to be happening in the third ward. And we just want to be faithful, even if it's to our neighbors or to one person, we believe that that's why the Lord called us to Houston. And we want to be a part of the story that he's painting and writing uh, and making himself known in this neighborhood. And so we want to be faithful to this neighborhood and praying that the Lord uh, do his work in making his church. Mm, Great. Well, and one thing I want to just add in for the listeners is, and just one thing I think, you know, specifically Raph that I appreciate about, about how you guys are church planning is that you know the Peters family? They're they're doing the the slow and deliberate work of engaging their community well in the process of planning a church, and so this is this has gone over really a couple years. And um, and I, Raph, I just really appreciate you know kind of your guys' strategy in that. In that you guys are are really you know you're not rushing into it and and just saying hey let's you know let's let's put up a place to gather and and see who comes. It's really, I mean, I love that you guys are taking this slow and deliberate work of saying, all right, here's this community of people that need Jesus just as much as we need him. And we're going to we're going to go in and love them and, and meet them where they're at 
and bring them the good news. And, and you know, when people respond to the good news, right, when they respond to the gospel, then they're going to, you know, that's how the body of Christ is formed. And so in the midst of that, you know, your guys' vision is as people come to know the Lord, that they're going to gather together as the body of Christ. Amen. And, and that's, that's how the church forms. So I, I love your guys' strategy in that. Yeah. And, and a lot of that, too, is you, when you hear the stats of, you know, church planners that go in to a city, they parachute into a city and start a work and end up dying, you know, uh, mm. in a few years. And so we really wanted to plant healthy churches. And, you know, so we, we hope to be a church plant that plants churches. Mm. Um, but then the other thing, too, is the reality of, you know, church planting is, you know, honestly, just being faithful uh, in yeah. the neighborhood, in a specific area. And as we're faithful and as we, you know, are the, the church local or, you know, lowercase c, uh, then we can, you know, ultimately uh, see the church gather universal, you know. And so we, we want to, we hope to be that. We hope to be a local expression of the people of God in this area that are faithful to his mission. And so uh, believing that we've been called to be missional as well as believing that we've been called to, to gather. Um, and so uh, a lot of that is, you know, just being incarnational in a, in a neighborhood and, and living out those convictions day to day and, and seeing the Lord at work. And so that's what we're excited about. And, but yeah, it's definitely the long, long approach because we're in a residency right now, like you said, and uh, after, at the end of this residency, then we'll begin the actual groundwork of creating a gathering. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we definitely want to take it slow and uh, see the Lord begin to work in the weeds of our day-to-day. Mm, great. Well, so, Raph, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, that you're called to faithfulness. And so I guess a, a question that I have for you is, you know, as you are, you know, loving the community well, what is, so particularly for you, what does faithfulness look like in the midst of COVID? Like, how how has the Lord called you to be faithful right now? Yeah, it's funny. We were talking about this before we started recording. And I think it's been funny in this season that a lot of the things regarding church planting has been on pause. And so it's kind of caused us to really focus more on our family. And uh, Mm -hmm. in this season, really seeing that ultimately, if we want the church to thrive, then our own individual lives have to thrive and our family unit has to thrive too. Yeah, yeah. We've been, you know, just gloriously i'll use that word gloriously discipling our kids we've been gloriously taking care of our home and as much as we can be hospitable doing that checking in on neighbors and seeing how they're doing and honestly prayer um and i think that that's been a thing that you know is not as sexy at times because it's like oh i want to have a gathering of so many people or Mm. oh i want to be doing this thing that's exciting and it's like, well, like we need to be washed in prayer. We needed to be led in prayer before we got here, and we need to be led in prayer now. And uh, doing a lot of that, doing a lot of, you know, just calling out, crying out to God, and asking Him to, to give us uh, clarity on what we're to be doing now. And out of that, you know, a prayer walk happened, and so we'll be prayer walking today and, and trying to be faithful in that, um, because you know, with this pandemic. There's only so much that you can do, especially in a city like Houston that's been a hotbed and in a neighborhood like ours where there's a lot of elderly individuals. You want to be mm-hmm. mindful of those people that are higher risk. And so we could, you know, do certain things if we want it, but it just would be it wouldn't be responsible. It wouldn't be wise uh, for us. And so 
we want to love on our neighborhood well and our neighbors well. And, and I think that that's, that's where it's kind of landed itself in faithfulness. Like, hey, your family is just as important. I want you to see the value here. I want you to see you leading your home as important uh, and, and, and creating rhythms for them. And uh, I think that that's one thing that I've gotten in these last couple of months that if my family isn't thriving, then I definitely don't need to be planting a church. Mm. The Lord has been working on my heart in different areas and convicted me of just different things and given me the grace to be able to to begin uh, to, to to make these rhythms and, and you know, really love my family well. And so uh, I think that that's kind of been the one thing for us that we've had to notice. And I'll say this, too. Uh, it's been funny because our reach has been limited. So there's only few people that we can really actually have relationship with directly. Um, but the Lord has just showed us the value of the one, right? And um, yeah. as we read through scriptures, we see that there's value in one, uh, whether that's thinking about multiplication um, or whether that's thinking of all of heaven rejoicing when one comes to the faith. Mm-hmm. It's saying like, hey, even if we just reach one person in this season, that's why we moved here. <laughs> if mm-hmm. the Lord only called one person for us to reach, um, then we need to be faithful with that one person. And so- mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of people that we can kind of, you know, pinpoint and say, okay, this is our one. Mm. And uh, that's, that's been good for us to see and to value um, instead of saying, hey, we need to reach the masses, right? It's like, hey, we need to have deep relationships and, and be intentional about the, the few people that the Lord has called us to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Hey, th- thanks for sharing that. Um, and you know, as we kind of wrap up the podcast, I'd, I'd appreciate you equipping us on how we can we can be praying for you guys, how we can be partnered with you well. And, and I've, I'm grateful for the testament that you shared. And I think it's already given me practical ways to be praying for you. Yeah. But if you can give us just a little bit more clarity on how we can be be partnered with and praying for you and your family. Yeah, so it's, it's really been difficult in trying to figure out ways to serve our community and and not just in a way that you know, our community sees that we love the community, uh, but in ways where we see or where they see that we care for their soul mm-hmm. and having those conversations uh, are something that we really desire. So we've just kind of been trying to think of intentional ways to do that um, without trying to have a large gathering or anything like that. And that's sometimes that can be difficult. The, the large gathering is easy to use as an opportunity, but we want to be more intentional than that. So we've been trying to think of different things. So just ideas and new concepts and maybe things that you guys have thought through as a church uh, that could be shared to us would be great. And, and that, that's one way uh, that we desire prayer. And then just for our family in this season, it has been tough to be away from family during a pandemic and uh, just kind of at the house and just, you know, needing, you know, prayer for strength and endurance. And I think that it bleeds out, it bleeds out into our mission. And so what we're doing in this neighborhood is affected by what happens at the home. And so um, just praying for that. If we could get prayer there, that would be great. And then having more people join us um, in what we're doing. Like we need more feet uh, in this neighborhood so that we can reach more people in this neighborhood. And so those are just a few things that, you know, the people can be praying for and that we need prayer in. Yeah, definitely. Well, and we we will. Uh, commit to be praying for you. So thank you for giving us these those practical ways 
to to be praying for you. And I also just want to thank you um, r- real quick for, you know, at your testimony and how the Lord's working through you guys um, and, and really your call to faithfulness, even even to, you know, to the to the basic unit of serving your family and loving them. And so I think that's something that w- that we can learn from as well. Um, and so, Raph, I, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for uh, sharing the testimony. And, and we do commit to pray for you. Grateful for that, man, and, and so excited about what the Lord is doing in and through you guys. Absolutely. Well, church family, thank you for tuning in and just taking a part in this conversation uh, that I have with Raph. I mean, I do ask that you'll be praying, praying for him and his family and the ministry that's being done there, but also that you'll have eyes open to look and see where you can be faithful to where the Lord's called you to today. Thanks for tuning in.